0: Uh, Rebecca, yes, I'd say the first point, I suppose, that's very important for County Clare and also Limerick is the department will not reveal um, what are the rates for these two counties. Now, we've been asking for a year and we have on record for a year asking for a CSI rate. So that's deeply worrying the fact that they cannot be produced for County Clare. And we've been trying very hard to get them. And the, the, the idea that there's uh, any type of consultation whatsoever with action groups, not really, because we have about 25 outstanding questions and um, we're getting absolutely stonewalled. Um, with no responses to them now when the figures came out from Donegal yesterday i've had an initial look at them you're you're saying 14 point uh 14% inflation we've been speaking to building experts down here uh, in this region and we've been quoted that it's gone up around 23% um you're looking at across the board so looking at a, an initial uh, assessment of, of what's been put there for for Mayo and Donegal um, they're really really falling much short of I mean, we're looking at least 10% down, at least. So it's an indication. I think the government is just testing the water there, seeing if people were, are going to accept that, um, you know, uh, put, again, huge financial burden because not only is the uh, the grand scheme that's coming in impenetrable, as I've said, and we're looking at um, what's there and what's coming with huge upfront costs for people. Now we see this paltry, you know, uh, offer, to essentially remediate houses, and I suppose the narrative as if we are, you know, somehow putting our hand out for this. These people that did this to us should be prosecuted. And it's 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 great to see cases now going forward from Johnny Gall with all parties concerned. Um, that the fact that this is a huge injustice to the Irish people in every single county that's that's impacted now, unless the government comes back with something realistic on the table, you know, people have no other option really than to, to look at the legal route.
1: Martina, the Department of Housing, they've said that an expert group on the Enhanced Defective Concrete Block Scheme, that it will assess the report and make recommendations to the minister in relation to the cost per square metre rates for inclusion in the regulations. What do you make of that response?
0: It's the same process, Rebecca, as they did last year. And basically, the SCSI comes out uh, with the rate... For particular regions. Now we're waiting for the, the Clare-Limerick uh, region and of course, you know, generally the, the building costs are higher down here so if it's based on that metric you know, they, they may be marginally higher than what has been offered to Donegal and Mayo based on SCSI general calculations um, and then it goes back in again uh, to this expert working group, you know, and then it goes back up again to the department and it is of course the department, the minister that's saying what uh, quote is fair and reasonable that is the terminology that's used. What is fair and reasonable in this as determined? And it's not linked to any index, which is the national standards for index for inflation. So I would question this notion of fair and reasonable, uh, you know, just just as a parameter of, of how people are being treated because it certainly isn't fair and reasonable what's happened to people uh, with, with building their homes uh, and being given defective unregulated products
1: by government and, and, and everybody else along that chain that was supposed to be monitoring this. So Martina, you feel that this won't be 100% redress as has been promised? Oh,
0: it's no, by no means, Rebecca, 100%. You know, even if they came out with fair, uh, reflective costs per square metre for rebuilding based on the cost per region, what is built in to the terms and conditions that we're looking at in these regulations are absolutely shocking. It's going to drag people out for years. It's going to put them in huge debt up front that nobody will get through and particularly you've got to think about the demographic of people impacted especially in, in the fair area you know we have people that are retired you know they, there's, they have no means whatsoever now of taking on tens and tens and thousands of thousands of euros of debt again even ordinary families in in the current economic climate they're making a scheme that is deliberately designed to be impenetrable, inaccessible, inaccessible uh, and financially unviable for people so that they have you know, they're 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 dragged out for years of further torture, which they've already done to the people of Donegal with a completely redundant ineffectual scheme. Uh, the houses up there have been left for over a decade to rot and they're going to inflict the same thing on us. Now, what's really important here to say as well is they've handed over this uh, evaluation and assessment and everything to this housing authority who have a staff of six for the whole western seaboard counties, four counties, You know, you're looking at over a 1,000 homes potentially here in County Clare. Um, You're looking at at least 7,000 is the last figure in Donegal. We have at least another, you know, several hundred to 1,000 in Mayo. And then look at Limerick. I mean, Limerick is a city and you have six people assessing and and they're going to put that housing office up in Donegal, you know. And that's where all of the applications are going to be evaluated by a team of six, it's, it's designed to be deliberately obstructive on every possible level uh, to prevent people getting fair and a timely justice they are destroying people's lives.
1: Martina, you mentioned the legal route earlier. Do you feel that homeowners in Clare may look at this over the remediation scheme? People have no cho- no choice in this
0: anymore, Rebecca. You know, they're when they realize when you look up to Donegal from here and you see the suffering, you know, that's happened to those people for like twelve years at least, and then into Mayo as well, like the terrible suffering, um, and then you see this this mealy-mouthed, paltry effort, you know, to do something by government that's a disgrace on every single level. The legal route is the only way, and I would say to everybody to watch very carefully and take action and look at what's happening. The first case went through yesterday uh, into the commercial court. And, and listening to those people's story, it's a reflection of our story as well. And fair play to them for doing that.
1: Martina, you mentioned as well about a number of outstanding questions that the group has, uh, basic questions in terms of the rates for Clare, like you've mentioned, but also about when applications will open for Claire. Have any of those questions been answered? absolutely
0: not absolutely not uh i brought questions to the table you know there's this notion you know i would say spin of, of the fact that the, the minister is engaging uh he's absolutely not engaging so there's 25 questions outstanding and the, the um discussions with the homeowner liaison officer are nothing but a harvesting of data to further close down any potential anything we bring to the table it's immediately acted upon but it's acted upon to the disadvantage of people you know and simple questions we were asking about the SCSAI calculations for county clare you know that was one of them amongst many others and there's 25 outstanding questions there which i've said please can you answer these questions because there is absolutely no point in engaging us in spin to data harvest from us behind the scenes to see what else they can inflict on us